Mason McTavish is a man among boys. His season continues as he vies for the Memorial Cup with the Hamilton Bulldogs. He will continue to develop, and hey, who knows where he'll go from here. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or TLOPN. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, thanking you for making this your first listen of the day. My Twitter is at StimpyJD. This show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. All right, let's get things started right away. How excited was I last night watching hockey? Now, I will admit, I, I am a hockey nut. Even during the offseason, I will continually watch the Stanley Cup, the Calder Cup, Kelly Cup. Yeah, I'll watch that once in a while. I like the Kelly Cup. I always appreciate a good ECHL match. And then juniors. I've always been a fan of juniors hockey. Me being a prospects kind of guy, I've always followed the Memorial Cup. I followed the OHL. I followed all of it. This season had a little bit more excitement because there was actually a top Ducks prospect that was in it this far. We haven't had that in a while. And this season has proved to be very exciting for Ducks fans. In the WHL, there was one player that the Ducks are just kind of like, there's definitely a player that keeps coming up on lists that would be good for the Ducks to select at number 10. That name is Kevin Korczynski, and he did make it all the way to the WHL Championship only to lose to Edmonton, so the Oil Kings do advance. More on them later. The Quebec League, no Ducks there, but how about the Ontario Hockey League? Well, it has been an interesting few days in the OHL, mainly for Mason McTavish and the Hamilton Bulldogs. How exciting has that been? My goodness. Well, let's start with Game 6. The last time we talked about Mason McTavish, he scored two goals against Windsor at home in Game 5. Then we go to Monday's game, which could have been a closeout, but it just was not to be. McTavish, I'll admit, he struggled on that game. He just did not feel... He didn't seem comfortable on that road game. That was probably his worst game of the playoffs. And that's saying a lot because he had generally been very good throughout these playoffs. He was pretty unstoppable against Peterborough, very good against Mississauga, and against the Battalion, he looked really fantastic every single game. This series against Windsor, he looked good... Even the game where he had no points, he still at least had some opportunities to score. And he at least kind of kept the team in it with his good play on both sides of the ice. That game six, that that was his worst game in the playoffs. And I don't want to say it came at a bad time, but it came at a game where they could have won the championship. He was only four for 17 in the faceoff dot. He was left out to dry. On one goal, so it wasn't his fault. Another one, he got caught flat-footed. And these were two goals that were a minute apart late in the game. Now, that could be a slight bit of an issue where he just lost a face-off, stood there, just got caught flat-footed, and didn't really help defensively. That was probably the first and hopefully last time that we see that from Mason McTavish. So it's, it's just one little mistake. And every player is entitled to mistakes. We're all human. It's hockey. 
it happens. Not every player is perfect. All right, let me repeat that. Not every player is perfect. But then you go to game seven. And boy, did he make up for that in a big way. He scored the opening goal pretty much right away. Where McTavish, you know, he came in clutch. He was left fairly open on the slot. I don't know what the Windsor defense was thinking there. I don't know where they were, but this was just two minutes in. And all of a sudden, you had a brilliant pass. McTavish jumped all over it. And bada boom, bada bing. McTavish scored to put the Hamilton Bulldogs up 1-0. Oh, but we weren't done yet. We had a long, long delay where the second goal was scored by Hamilton. But hold on. It could have been a high stick. There was about a four-minute review, then a coach's challenge. And Hamilton wound up scoring legally. So Hamilton goes on the power play. And oh boy, Mason McTavish. He nearly scored a second goal in the second period. This was a close one where he intercepted an errant pass and great awareness by Mason McTavish. This is one aspect of his game that I really love. It is his awareness on the defensive zone. You you ready for this, Ducks fans? You ready for this? He could be a very, very good two-way player as long as he keeps this up. There's a reason that Mason McTavish had a lot of ice time during these playoffs. He's good at the penalty kill. Let me repeat that for you, Ducks fans. Imagine having a player with a rocket of a shot on the power play, but it's also just as effective on the penalty kill. Can you handle that, Ducks fans? Can you absolutely just imagine what that would be like? And, I mean, I'll... Okay, I want to get this out of the way. I'm going to go off on a tangent for a hot minute because I do have this on my little notes here, but I'm going to bring it up now rather than later. Mason McTavish could be the steal of the draft. Even at number three, he could be a steal. And I'll admit that at the time, I wanted someone else with that number three pick. But at the end at the end of the day, I was okay with that. I wasn't mad like some people. Yes, there are still Ducks fans that are saying like, ah, oh, McTavish shouldn't have gone at three. I'm still not sure about him. No, that that was the right pick in hindsight. That was absolutely the right pick, and we're seeing why. And he nearly got a second goal of the game. Should have gotten a second goal of the game. There was a breakaway. It just missed wide by about five or six inches. You know, he got a lot of speed. He generated speed with that lower body. He's got great acceleration and kind of a power forward move right into the slot. And he nearly got a second goal. So it could have been 3-0. And then what do you know? Later on in the game, third period, Mason McTavish won a faceoff clean. Just straight up faceoff win right to Avery Hayes. He scored a goal. Avery Hayes has also been amazing in this playoff, and that made it 3 nothing. And then as the crowd is doing the wave, McTavish scores an empty net goal. That was his second goal of the night, third point of the night. Gee, if only he had gotten that kind of slight, like that half breakaway goal. If only he had gotten that in the second period, he would have scored in the first, second, third. He would have gotten a hat trick. That would have been fun. 
But instead, his teammate Avery Hayes got the hat trick. Although I did like that McTavish tried to pick up some of the hats there. And that was pretty much all she wrote after that empty net goal. Hamilton went on to win the game. They win the OHL final. And they are headed to the Memorial Cup. That's right. The Hamilton Bulldogs are your Ontario Hockey League champions. They're off to St. John, New Brunswick to play in the Memorial Cup. And I think I'm going to talk about the Memorial Cup at large in the last part of this podcast. And I want to focus a little bit more on Mason McTavish in the second part of this show. But first, let's talk about Built Bar, everyone's favorite protein bar. And I just got finished eating a Built Bar before recording. I love the birthday cake ones. They are great. Even the mud pie ones, those new ones, thank you to Bill for sending those. Those are fantastic, especially if you love chocolate and if you love double chocolate, then the mud pie built puffs are for you. And to my right, I also have Built Boost, the delicious drink enhancer that has plenty of vitamins, plenty of minerals that you need. It's an energy booster. It helps you out. I'm training right now, so it helps me out there too, which is why these shows come out a little bit later because I got to train, you know, marathon in five months. But man, this stuff gives you the energy you need. You can hear the the liquid here. So head over to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. And go ahead and try Built Boost, Built Go, Built Puffs. They're all at built.com. After the first intermission, we're going to pump the tires of Mason McTavish a little bit. Ooh, yeah, we're going to do that. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. We're going to talk about Mason McTavish. And this is my favorite part of the show. This might be my favorite part of the show for the week. Because I legit got excited. I got more excited watching the OHL last night than I did the Stanley Cup. Well, I shouldn't say that. I got excited for the Stanley Cup at the end. That was fun. But man, watching these junior, like watching the OHL final, it's been a while since I've seen good juniors act. And it's been three years. It's been too long. Gosh, it's been too long. And to see McTavish just take over the game, that was impressive. And seeing him lift up the Robertson Cup, which is the championship trophy that goes out to the OHL champions, that was really cool. I put out a tweet last night, got a little bit of attention. One fan saying like, dude, you were quick on that. Yeah, I was. (laughs) Mason McTavish hoisting the Robertson Cup. Hopefully that'll be him in a Ducks jersey raising Lord Stanley's Cup in a few years. And you know what? I hope that happens because Mason McTavish has worked his ass off this season to get to where he is right now. No, it's true. It's true. He really has worked his butt off. He's worked hard on the defensive end, something that he prides himself in. The fact that he is priding himself to work on both sides of the ice and work on some of the minor aspects of his game. That is impressive to me. It is not so much the skill set, but it is the mindset. 
And yeah, I'm going to pump his tires a lot on this segment. And I know it's kind of dangerous to just pump the tires of a young prospect. He's not even 21 yet. I get it. And most most people hate it when you pump someone's tires over and over and over again when they've only played a few games in the NHL. I get that. But there's something special about this kid. Kind of in the same way that we were continually pumping the tires of Trevor Zegras. Like, I pumped his tires big time, Zegras that is, when he won the WJCs for Team USA beating Canada. That was impressive to me. Mason McTavish taking over a Game 7 of the OHL Final. That is impressive to me. Seeing a player of his caliber work hard on defense and nearly getting a breakaway goal because of his defensive awareness, that is impressive to me. So, yeah, I'm going to pump his tires. I'm going to pump his tires a lot here. He's been one of the gems of the Ontario Hockey League this entire season. The fact that he just went from a team that was struggling, to say the least, in Peterborough, to Hamilton. In Hamilton, he scored 40 points in 24 games overall. 47 points in 29 games during the season. He seemed to improve as the year went on. And during these playoffs, 29 points in 19 games. What's even more impressive to me, something that he has worked on this season compared to last season, face-offs. In the playoffs, in the playoffs, he won 59% of face-offs. 59%. That is good in juniors. That's a good number. During last season, it was still very good. I mean, he was still at about a 57% range. He's he's improved. He's improved in that aspect, and you love to see it. So could we be talking about a potential future? Well, okay. I'm going to stop myself because I almost said it. And I know some fans almost wanted me to say this. Could we see a future 1C for the Ducks here? Uh, No. No, we can't because there's another center that the Ducks are developing. Oh, who is it? Oh, someone that I just mentioned. Trevor Zegras. Zegras is your 1C of the future. But what a 1-2 punch you could have with Zegras followed by McTavish. I mean, and here's where I'm really, really going to pump the tires here. You ready for this? You ready? Mason McTavish, as far as certain aspects of his game, he could be a future leader of this team. Someone that is reliable at the faceoff circle. Someone that has pretty decent, solid defense. Someone that when he speaks, everybody listens. Hmm. Who, who, who am I? Oh, yeah. Am I saying that there are some characteristics of Ryan Getzloff there? Yeah, a little bit. I see it. I've seen it over the last few games watching these OHL playoffs. There are some characteristics that you love to see. These are the kind of players that you want to build a franchise around. And if you have multiple players like that, Jamie Drysdale, Trevor Zegras, Troy Terry, Mason McTavish, if you could have that new core stick around for a long time, that is a freaking good core to have. And McTavish just adds to that core. 
We saw what he did with the Ducks last season. Yes, it was only nine games, but he scored two goals in those nine games. Oh, by the way, Mason McTavish was still a youngin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he was only 18 years old at the time. 18. And he makes his debut and scores right away, then scores again. He looked good during those nine games. Theoretically, he could have stuck around with the Ducks the entire season, but I understand why he wanted to go back to the OHL. He wanted to, I'm going to say it, he wanted to finish what he started. And he did that. He wanted to win an OHL trophy. He did that. He wanted to win the Robertson Cup, and he did that. There is one more thing he wants, and that is to win the Memorial Cup. That is a coveted trophy in all of juniors. And he's already in that next step. The desire of this player is another thing that sets him apart. And I cannot wait till he comes to the Anaheim Ducks and makes the team outright next season. But I should I should mention this. He is still only 19 years old. He will begin the season at 19 years old. So, theoretically, he still could play one more season in the OHL. Is he going to do that? Uh, Probably not. He won a championship. He's proven himself. He's done almost everything he can at the juniors level. And I have a feeling that if they win, if Hamilton wins the Memorial Cup, he could say, you know what? I'm done. Like, I'm done on juniors. I've accomplished what I want. I've proven my worth. I've proven that I excel at this level and I belong in the NHL right now. I hope he wins it. I I really do hope that he wins it. And yeah, I, I, I bet that he's excited to even be in the Memorial Cup. That's an awesome achievement for him. All right, we're coming up to the second intermission. And after the break, we are going to talk about the Memorial Cup. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, J.D. Hernandez, and we're talking juniors as Mason McTavish looks to add some more hardware to his trophy case as he vies for the Memorial Cup. And in fact, here's who was playing in this year's Memorial Cup. First, you have the host team, the St. John Sea Dogs. They're going to play at TD Station at St. John, New Brunswick. So the Sea Dogs will be the host city. The WHL champions, as I mentioned earlier, the Edmonton Oil Kings. They are the champions. They defeated the Seattle Thunderbirds. So Edmonton advances. Then in the queue, this one I did not see coming. The Shawinigan Cataracts. They are the champions of the QMJHL. So they advance. And of course, the Hamilton Bulldogs in the OHL. Hamilton won the Robertson Cup. So once again, the four teams are the host team, St. John, Shawinigan, Edmonton, and the Hamilton Bulldogs. So those are the four teams. As far as the schedule goes, here it is. We start on Monday, June 20th. By the way, these games are all at 3 o'clock Pacific time, unless otherwise noted. 
There's one game that is not at 3 o'clock Pacific. So it starts on Monday, the 20th. Hamilton takes on St. John. Tuesday, Shawinigan Edmonton. Wednesday, St. John Edmonton. Thursday, Shawinigan versus Hamilton. Then Friday, Edmonton versus Hamilton. And then the following Saturday, St. John and Shawinigan. So it's six games of round robin play. That's how it works. So each team is going to play each other once. And for Ducks fans, the games you want to pay attention to Monday, Hamilton versus St. John. Thursday, Shawinigan versus Hamilton. And Friday, Edmonton versus the Hamilton Bulldogs. And if they win at least two of those games, then they will move on. So that's how this works. Should be fun to watch. Um, not really... I, I, I haven't really paid attention to some of the other teams. I haven't paid attention to the Q that much this season. I'll admit that. But I will be watching this Memorial Cup very closely. Mainly to see how Mason McTavish concludes his junior season. And more than likely concludes his junior's career. I mean, it's already gone off to a great, great run on this playoff. Even if he doesn't win the Memorial Cup, this is still a great way to finish off this season. So good for him. And we'll see how this tournament goes. Once again, Monday, Thursday, Friday, I believe some of these games will be on NHL Network. So keep a close eye out for that. They are at 3 o'clock Pacific time, so that doesn't interfere with the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup games are at 5 o'clock Pacific, so these games will be 3 Pacific. So likely when the Memorial Cup games conclude, then the Stanley Cup games will start. So that's a look at that, and that's going to do it for today's podcast. We're going to keep that last segment a little bit short. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to look at some more draft possibilities, and then we'll be done for the week. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, just want to point out, NHL Draft is coming very soon. So keep an eye out for more draft stuff. And also, we'll continue to watch the Stanley Cup Final to see who's going to take home the Cup. Is it going to be Tampa or Colorado? Is it going to be Josh Manson and Cogs or Pears and Maroon? We'll see as that Stanley Cup final winds down. Once again, thank you all for your support. This podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Go ahead and make Locked on NHL your second listen. I'm on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, Thank you all so much for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm J.D. Hernandez saying have a terrific rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together.